This is your host, Ezra Siddiqui. As a reminder, YZPX is my platform to inform the South Asian community about Texas and national politics. You can find us on all forms of social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our handles at YZPX. You can also check out our website, www.yzptx.com. And last but not least, you can listen to our podcast segments on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and you can hear them on Monday mornings on Coffee Mornings with Aisha on Radio Azad. Remember, everyone, let's get educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. All right, everybody, we are continuing on. Um, it's still Women's History Month, and uh, this past Friday was um, International Women's Day. So I hope you all um, celebrated the phenomenal and inspirational women in your life. And like I stated last week um, with the interview with Rabia Chaudhry, that uh, this month we'll be focusing on interviews with um, inspirational women. And so today's interview is with a very inspirational woman. Um, she is running for city council in um the city of Sugarland, Texas, which is a suburb outside of Houston. And to be very frank, I feel like there are so many Daisies there that at least everybody has some um, relation or friend that lives in Sugarland, Texas, for sure. Um, her name is Nabila Mansour, and uh, we will be listening in to hear why she decided to run, what uh, motivated her to run, and um, how she's you know, bypassing some of the barriers um, as a woman of color, as a Muslim lady, as a lady that wears hijab um, to run for office and what she thinks she can um, bring to the table in terms of um, improving the life of the citizens of Sugarland. So I hope you all um, are ready to tune into that interview. But before we get there, let's get some news out of the way. Um, with regards to the 2020 election, it seems like uh, the former governor of Colorado, Hickenlooper, has joined the race of, on the Democratic side. And the senator from Ohio, Sherrod Brown, who is projected to be throwing his hat into the race, uh, still has decided that he is not going to be running for president at all. And um, with regards to Beto and Biden, it seems like they still haven't put their um, hat in the race just yet, but people are pretty much projecting Biden is about 95% in, and um, people really think Beto is going to run as well. So I think... Um, we, ha we will have some upcoming news on that end. And of course, we will be posting it on social media to make sure y'all are um, wised up as to what's happening. Um, pivoting over to the state legislature and our bills to boggle hay. Um, we talked about some crazy bills that have um, been filed last uh, in the last week's segment. And um, we don't have current bills to give y'all today because the bill filing deadline was on Friday. And... There are a lot of bills to go through, but we will hopefully get you an updated um, list on some of the crazy uh, bills that are, will be impacting the South Asian community. Um, but overall, as a whole in the state of Texas, the big bill that's being talked about is a Texas House came out with their own bill on how to fund school finance. Um, as you may have learned in our previous podcast segments, we talked about how there have been um, bills from the Senate that have just been adding um, money uh, to 
give teachers a $5,000 raise, whereas the um, Texas House bill, um, which I believe is adding an additional $9 billion into school finance, granted if it passes, um, is allowing districts to use their discretion on how they want to use the money that, uh, that will be allocated towards their district. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see how the House and Senate are going to battle this out. But most importantly, I just hope that they pass something to really improve um, the public school finance situation that is really impacting our state. All right, um, now let's pivot over to the interview. So let's learn a little bit about Nabila before uh, we chat with her. So she is an attorney and community organizer. She received her JD from the University of Houston, and since then she has advised clients in matters of family law and served as a pro bono attorney for Lone Star Legal Aid, providing legal services to communities in need. She has strived to ensure that communities are safe, properly developed, and invested in. As a former member of the Houston Organizing Movement for Equity, Nabila pushed to ensure neighborhoods received adequate resources in the wake of Hurricane Harvey. She and her husband, Salman, of 20 years, moved to Sugarland in 2002, and they are proud to see their three children attend Fort Bend ISD schools. Joining us today is Nabila Mansour, who is running for Sugarland City Council, District 2. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Esther, for having me. Really happy to be here. So, let me ask you your big question. Why did you decide to run? Yeah, I know. I get that question a lot. And, and, and I have to be honest, if you had asked me three years ago, four years ago, if I would be running for a city council or for any election, I would have probably said that there is no way that I am someone that is committed to getting, um, you know, working for, for marginalized communities to make sure that they have political power. And I work behind the scenes. I don't put myself out there. But Something happened. Uh, I think something special happened this past November. Um, a lot of good folks got into office this past November. I was very active on a lot of those campaigns. Okay. And after that, I, I, I really kind of thought, you know, we there is an opportunity here to bringing diverse perspectives, new thought, new leadership. And um, I have the skills and experience to make that happen. And frankly, there's a lack of leadership in, in, in Sugarland City Council in my area. And I want to be part of that, vac filling that vacuum that, that we see over there. And so I took the plunge and, and here we are today. That's great. Um, you know, I have some family in Sugarland. Like, I feel like probably majority of my listeners do. <laughs> and uh, do you feel like South Asians are not really represented at the table in Sugarland City Council? And is that maybe one of the other factors as to why you're running to make sure that South Asians have a voice? Sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, my, my uh, motto or my slogan is putting Sugarland residents first. So I never really identify myself as a candidate that's aligned with one community. Right. But I do understand it's important to have a community that is representative of the folks that live there. And let me tell you, Sugarland is the most diverse city in the most diverse county, not only in Texas, but the entire nation. Oh, wow. So, 
Yeah, it's Fort Bend County is the most diverse county, and Sugarland is just this wonderful little gem in in in, um, in Fort Bend. And you're absolutely right. Everybody has a cousin. Everybody has a relative. Everybody has a friend that lives somewhere in Sugarland. And um, and we just have not seen. Um, Folks that that look like me or, or or have my background be represented on city council. When I would argue that if there is any representation of District Two, then that's me. I am District Two, right? And yet we don't see that. So, um, so it's very important for me to make sure that I take the concerns of my residents, make them. Um, make them be seen, make them be heard, take them to Sugarland City Council. Uh, and you're, you know, you said like is at the table, make sure that we have a seat at the table. So, so I'm really excited to do that. And the community is really excited to do that. We've gotten a lot of support from folks on the ground. That's great. So, you know, you're getting support from folks in Sugarland. And I wanted to also ask you, what do you think are the major issues that the people in Sugarland are facing mm-hmm. and how, if you become elected, do you intend on fixing them? Yeah. So um, when when I first announced, I announced December 1st, uh, I spent most of December reaching out to the residents that live in District 2 and really just Sugarland in general. And, and what I heard was, the top things on their mind was safety, safety, safety. You know, we we live in these wonderful neighborhoods. Life is good in Sugarland, but it also means that um, folks will come into the city. There has been a rash of burglaries, car burglaries, home robberies. So those are things that are on the mind of a lot of the people that live there. So okay. I'm committed to finding solutions to that. And, 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 and I hope to do that by making sure that we strengthen our relationship with the Sugarland TV. Uh-huh. Uh, we look into um, some kind of equipment that will allow us to surveil folks that are coming into the city. Sugarland is a destination city. We've got a lot of really good things going on there. We have a uh, wonderful fi- smart financial center, which is like an arts uh, arts convention center. We have another, actually we're in the process of building a convention center and hotel. Oh, we have wow. theaters. Uh, it's really become a destination city where people move to not only raise families, but to have this kind of enclave that is uh, away from the city, but gives you access to kind of some big city amenities. Okay. Um, but it also means we get a lot of uh, people coming into the city, um, and that means outside folks coming in. And so we just want to make sure that, that the, the people that live there are safe. Uh, we want to make sure that we have green spaces. We want to make sure that those green spaces are protected. Uh, we have this beautiful park called the um, uh, Conservancy, the, the Cullinan Park Conservancy. It is almost the size of Central Park. Oh, it wow. has more wildlife in it than um, any other park other than Brazos Bend in Texas. And it is this hidden gem that is in, in, in Sugarland, and we don't know about it. And it just needs a little bit of TLC. It just needs a little bit of more love, a little bit more money, funding put into it so that we can start making it a real um, real destination for families. So so I want to I wanna work on that. Um, we want to make sure that our roads are better, our, our, our pavement, our sidewalks are better. Uh, we want to make sure that we keep bringing high-skilled jobs into into the city. And, and so those are some of my priorities. Um, I've talked to a lot of different people on how we can get those 
things to work. I would encourage everyone to just visit my website, NabilaForSugarland.com, N-A-B-I-L-A, for Sugarland.com. And we have a lot more about what those issues are and how we we are looking forward to um, making sure that we, we solve or at least prioritize those issues on Sugarland City Council. Okay, great. So um, do you know how many people you're running against? Is it just one person? Is the Sugarland City Council run as nonpartisan or do you vote like Republican or Democrat? And when is election day? Yeah, so so the way Sugarland City Council works is they are nonpartisan based. So you don't put a D or an R beside your name. Okay. Uh, you really just run on the issues and, and you take it to the voters. Um, they, they are two-year terms uh, and for a maximum of eight years. So so the person that was the, the person sitting in the seat, in the District 2 seat, has now been term limited. So it's an open seat. Okay. Um, we're looking at a three-person race, uh, and I believe I'm the front runner and... I believe I'm the front runner, not because, like, I always look at myself as an underdog, but um, but others have told me that I'm the front runner. I've calling this from like the local papers and and and, and other other places. So and that's I think great. It's you should not we, doubt yourself. You should not doubt yourself, Nabila. I know. I know. It, I comes, know it's, it comes from. It's our, it's our upbringing. You yes. Know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, and we need to change that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and to but, feel the know, confidence to be like, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I know, I know I'm the best candidate for the job, uh-huh. but I also think there's something, there's a hunger that comes when you get that underdog mentality. So right. I'm going to keep that hunger. I don't want to become complacent. We're working hard. We're trying to get to every single person in Sugarland. We know that when we get in front of voters, when I get in front of voters, I can get the vote. And it's just a matter of getting in front of those voters. And, uh, you know, you know, Azra, more than I do, like these elections, these local elections, there's small turnout, there's 6% turnout. So uh, when people come to vote in an election on a random day in May, which is my election, May 4th is election day, they're coming to vote for you. And it, and it just depends on, and you win elections on how many people you get to meet, how many people, how many hands you shake, how many conversations you have. So I don't take that very light. I don't take that lightly at all. I've been working really hard on the ground. Um, and, and one thing I know, and this I can promise, you know, the entire uh, audience of your, your wonderful podcast is no one is going to work harder than I am. And I think that also comes with, with you know, being a woman being a Uh woman of color. Uh, I also wear a hijab. I understand that I have to work 10 times harder than both of my opponents combined in order to have a chance of winning at this. And I think that's where that ethic, work ethic comes from for for this race because we're working so hard and we know we have to because we have some extra barriers put in front of us, which is fine, which is totally, you know, I, I get that. But um, but I think that's where that comes from. And and so what's happened is other folks are like, you've worked so hard. Oh, my gosh, there's so many yard signs out of your, yours. There's so, we've seen you so much. You're everywhere. And, and it's because we understand that we have to put the hard work in. Because, you know, my campaign team and me, we know that we're the, I'm the best candidate for this position. Right. And, and I just want to say that it's very inspirational of you that 
even though, you know, as a female and as a person of color, that you recognize there are extra barriers and you're not allowing that to deter you from running from office. And I want to commend you for that. And I'm going to put this last question out there is, besides you being such an inspiration, why else should people vote for you? Yeah, thank you, Ezra, for those kind words. Look, we are at a moment of change, and uh, we want to take Sugarland forward. We want to move not just our city. We want to move our state. We want to take things in a new direction. We've got a lot of new energy in the city, in a lot of these suburbs. Let's take advantage of it. Why do we have to go with the same old, same old? We need new ideas. We need new folks. That's what makes our city so wonderful. That's what makes our place such a great place to raise families. Um, I have a background that is steeped in nonprofit advocacy, grassroots work. I'm going to bring that same energy into Sugarland City Council. I have a history of listening. That's what you do when you're you're kind of doing the work that I've done, and um, and so I intend to bring that same uh, listening skill to Sugarland City Council, I take it really seriously. I'm gonna be putting my residents and all the residents of Sugarland City first. And I think that I really have the most qualities, the best qualities that will enable that to happen. So so we're really excited about the race. I just wanted to mention that the race is, uh, the election day is May 4th. Early voting is April 22nd to 30th. And for the first time, we will have a mosque, the biggest mosque in Sugarland. Uh-huh. I think it might even be Houston, um, be a vote center on election day. So oh, wow. folks can come out to Mariam. Yeah, they can come out to Mariam Islamic Center. Which okay. is, if you live in Sugarland, you know where Mariam Islamic Center is. And it will be a vote center. It's a wonderful way for um, the, the community to be able to become part of the mainstream community. Churches have had vote centers for a long time, temples, all of those places. Um, But in order to make sure that everyone feels like they have a chance to vote and make it more accessible, uh, it's a big win. It's a big win for the community, and it's something that I know the folks in the Muslim community are really proud of over in Sugarland. That's great. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Nabila. And to my listeners, as we, we all probably have a family member in Sugarland, and so make sure you tell them about this upcoming local election. It's really, really important, especially since we have a South Asian on the ballot. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. It was wonderful talking to you. And I hope you all enjoy that interview with Nabila today, and I hope you all found her as inspirational as I do. Um, as also being a woman of color, I really related to her statements about how there are certain barriers and hurdles that uh, women of color have to jump through in order to prove themselves. And I think that despite all of these barriers and hurdles, that has not stopped her from running from office. And I think that's very commendable. Um, if you would like to check out her website, again, that's nabilaforsugarland.com. Remember, local elections in many cities besides Sugarland are coming up in May. Don't worry, we will keep you posted on that. Um, as it comes closer, um, if you are not registered to vote, please make sure you do so. 
Again, the website to register is votetexas.gov.、Um, but if you voted in this past 2018 cycle and haven't moved and nothing's changed, your registration should be fine. But I would still go to votetexas.gov just to double check、um, to make sure that everything is up to date and that you will face no、uh, barriers when,、um, when you're going to go vote. So, everyone, that's our segment for today. And、uh, we will have another inspirational female that will be on our segment for next week. So I hope y'all are excited to listen in on that. And don't forget, let's get educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. Until next time.